Ian. Hello, Dave. Ian, I'd like and you. And lady. <laughs> I just like wandered in yeah. on these headphones. Off um, the street. Oh, yeah. Dave, you and I, we do this. We do this thing every week. We do Apex Adjacent and it's a car show, ostensibly. And then lurking outside that door, usually listening to half of this podcast every week is is my wife jenny who has joined us this week hello hello how are you how's it going up there it's wonderful to have you here jenny uh thanks dave because you have been uh distant yelling on the podcast one time before when i gave you a harry potter related question yeah Yeah. Right. So I think we heard like a muffled, you know, right. As you were trying to get him to uh, say the right answer. But it's it's wonderful to finally have you on the show. We've known each other for I don't know what. How long now? A while. Yeah. Right. At least eight years. Yeah. I don't even know how long I've known Ian. So (laughs) I can't get specific. You should you should probably know that. That's something you should probably know. Maybe. It was an odd year, though. It was an odd-numbered year when we met, and you know how I am with math and Mm -hmm. when it's odd numbers. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm kind of she was worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Look, we already have things to unpack. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Just serving up softballs to me. Thank you. So, what Ian may have not told you about this show that I've suckered him into doing every week is that it's part car show part other stuff, but also some part therapy, right? So I figured it's probably good if I set the two of you down to get the story straight on our buddy (laughs) Ian here, because we've only Uh been hearing his side of things for well over six years. And he's a notorious liar. (laughs) I think everyone has probably figured that out. That's true. Exactly. He, he paints a wildly different picture <laughs> from how he is in real life. Right? No, we're not doing that. We're having you on because you've done something wonderful. You've written and you a book and it's getting published. And yes. before you before you start talking about it, which I do want you to do, that's the first thing you're going to plug the book. Sure. That's what it is. Sure I am. Okay. We just set the stage. There we go. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Ian has, I don't even know how to do that Ian has a background of Jenny's book cover Just yeah. a really Really zoomed in there, huh? Well, it turns out that, you know Screens are in landscape And books are not No, I know, they need to the get on The aspect that. ratio on, on books is just all over the place It's it's ridiculous Yeah, those those portrait or landscape books Never really took off, did they? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah <laughs> Anyway, so you've written a book, I've heard. I have. You know, and when is it coming it out? And what is often. it? Often, um, it's called "Being Mary Bennett," and it comes out March fifteenth with Harper Teen, and it's a modern day rom com inspired by Pride and Prejudice, told from the point of view of the middle sister, who is weird and quirky and just learning to be herself and accept her flaws, like we all should do. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with my flaws. I'm still not perfect accepting them. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I mean, having you on the show to talk about your book, I did prepare a bit. And so I've read I've read the book. And what version I, of it though? 
He oh. read a version. Yeah. Oh, I like five. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Underscore final in the file name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my unbiased question to you is, what mm. is it like to have written the great American novel? <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to talk to someone else about that. Uh, <laughs> No, you know, writing has been a very long journey for me, uh, as Ian knows. Um, I have told this story before, but I wrote my first book, which was garbage, guys, garbage, um, while Ian was deployed because we had, I had moved to Oklahoma and I didn't know anybody. And like, I wrote it in secret while he was in Iraq. And then he came home and I was like, I have something to tell you. (laughs) And I mean, he was probably thinking like, oh shit, this is over that our marriage is over. She's leaving me because that is what happens a lot. Right. Um, right. And I was like, I'm in a writer now. Like I think I want to do this. So, so it's okay. been a very, very long time. Yeah. And to be clear, that was, um, that was not the last Iraq war. That was uh, when, when the British invaded, like in 1917, that's how yeah. long we've been together. It's been a while. It's been a while. This, this isn't awkward at all for me. <laughs> You're just going to stand there staring like, ooh. <laughs> no, I, I, we really appreciate you coming on the show, Jenny, because I, I think one, one interesting thing that I've seen unfold throughout my time knowing both of you is how things have unfolded with cars with both of you, right? And I think that a lot of people are in a situation where a car, a a decision around a car doesn't just impact them, right? It impacts their family. It impacts their spouse. It impacts, you know, whoever else, right? There's an orbit, right? These things don't happen in a vacuum for All the oil spilled along 8th Avenue every time that he cracks an oil pan, (laughs) those people are involved. Yeah. Right. right. Big orbit. EP, EPA cleanup crews. Right. right? The fish that die from the oil going down the gutter. Yeah. Just to be clear to everybody, <laughs> before we started, we were Jenny was like, I figured eventually we'd get around to making fun of Ian. We made right it like it. four minutes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> no, but I, it's been very interesting. And I think it's it's been something that from being on the outside of it, I think it's it's just been something that I want to know more about, right? Uh, so okay. I think I would love to to hear like the pre the pre Ian Jenny when it came to cars, like before this weirdo came into your life, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. it was not any better. <laughs> So like, why I, is that? Because a lot of people would say, how could it get worse? I can tell you, okay. I wanted my first car that I wanted. Uh, I was the, my friend down the street. We both wanted like forest green Camaros. <laughs> What's what wrong with that? There's nothing so wrong many, with that. There are so many things wrong with that. Well, Come the, on. you need to frame it with the area of the country that you grew up in. Yes. So, Okay. I grew up south of Flint, which is like GM, UAW, home ground. I like barely knew anybody who drove, I mean, even a Ford. Everybody drove GM cars. Every I had never owned a non-GM car until, I mean, what, 
Hi. A decade ago. Yeah, yeah. because I, my car was your first non-GM car, and if that was yes. your GM, this is your first non-GM car. Yeah, yeah, the VW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I mean, neither of my parents have ever owned a car that isn't that isn't a GM car. Um, it was just a thing that you didn't do. Like I, so um, so my first car was Ian. What was it? A Cavalier? It was a Cavalier. No, it was the Corsica. Yeah, you had your mom's had Corsica, right? A maroon Corsica. Um, I that don't the know, shocks. Oh God! It was in 1989. 1989. Okay. And the shocks were so bad in the back that it would bounce, and the roads in Michigan are terrible. So I was pulled over one time because it was bouncing too much, (laughs) Uh, and like the the transmission went out, and I only had like first gear maybe, and I would try and like limp it to work. Okay. Are you looking it up? Oh yeah, and you're gonna see it too. Yeah. I mean, it had like velour, like maroon velour interior. Mm-hmm. Just to be it clear, was, do you know how bad of a state your car has to be in to get pulled over in Michigan for right. yeah. a mechanical issue? Like, you know, I will say one thing with my cars I never had rusty cars. <clears throat> and because you can get that a lot in the north because they salt the roads, you can get these like rust buckets. None of my cars were ever rusty, probably because they died too early before that could set in. Oh, okay. All right. You euthanized them <laughs> before the rust mo- before the Alzheimer's rust monster could get them. It was a yeah. mercy. How killer. humane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just thinking of them. Well, but they, so you went from the Corsica, one. which was a hand-me-down from your mom, right? Yes. And then you got that 98. Is that what it was? Cavalier. The 98 it Cavalier. Like, it was like this weird color green Cavalier with like some graphics on the side get on the side of it oh really oh yeah okay like like teal green or green Mm. green like teal green did it look like this yeah Yeah. it was it was like the darker green but it had like like, it had like like brown graphics on the side like brown 90s graphics not good it was a two-door and it wasn't one of these ian I'm going to no. be honest with you. In my head, and Ian will about the same. give me crap the about same this. Now, though. Okay. It looked like a Chevette because they all look like Chevettes. <laughs> all of them. Did yeah, you say that I was going to say this? Let's get into that. What all is Chevettes. this? It's all Chevettes. Is this like like you have face blindness, but for cars? I think it might be. Okay. They all, they all remind me of the Chevette that we had growing up that my parents, my mom drove so long and so into the ground that then my papa took it over and it had a hole rusted in the passenger side like where you put your feet wheel well uh-huh. yeah or whatever Flo- floorboard yeah floorboard uh-huh. and so he just put like a like a piece of plywood over it so he wouldn't fall through to the road safety yeah. so, look safety. up like an a3 chevette okay and this is this also is the green. base unit of car for jenny so yeah. she just so assumes. everything to me is yeah. a Chevette. Okay, so like this kind of? Honestly, I think they look pretty great. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I would drive that. They, they're kind of cute by today's standards, right? That red one or yeah. that little that little like sky blue one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, look at this family. They're having a good time. They even have a golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. 
They all died because there's no airbags. So. <laughs> I was going to say, well, they all died because they were probably smoking in the car. Let's <laughs> <true, laughs> be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But like you just like someone might see like, um, I don't know, like a computer where somebody is like, oh, that's a that's an Acer. That's a Toshiba. That's a MacBook. Right. It, where someone else sees a computer. You just see like Chevette's. Right. Yeah. Okay. If like it, it's it a, a two door. If it's a two door hatchback. Okay. Ian, you have a nice, you have a nice Chevette. Chevette. Okay. I, yeah, no, when I was, when I found the R32, oh, so long ago. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this car. It's like, you know, this is a big, this is a big deal. Right. And I showed Jenny a picture and she was like, it looks like a Chevette. (laughs) I was devastated. I was going to say you had to be gutted. I, w- I was a little bit, yeah, and I've sh- and this has happened Sorry. many many times since then. Oh yeah, in our marriage, where I've shown her a car very excitedly, and she's like, "It looks like a Chevette," and I'm just like, what? "And let me be clear, oh, it I I like hatchbacks. Like I right. like smaller cars. I tend to like hatchbacks. Um, it was, I think, I feel like it was a fight to get me to a wagon because I thought that they were too big, but then when you have to like fit two kids in them. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just I will. I'm not an SUV person, so sure. I would never want to drive something big. Okay, okay. What do you think the biggest car is that you've driven? We rented something when we were in Minneapolis. Do you remember this? It was giant. Yeah, it was an XL Tahoe. Oh, uh, it was enormous. Yukon, heard- sorry, Yukon XL. Yeah. And I was dropping Ian off to like go meet his brother at a record store or something, and I parallel parked that thing. And I felt like I had conquered the world. <laughs> nice. I well mean, done. Truly. Yeah. Well done. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, you drove a big Chevette. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for it. We're here for it. So, yeah. so you had, you had a Chevette, you had, or you, your parents had a Chevette, you had a, a Corsica, right? What? Like, where else do we go from here? Like, and it, like, it's all just hand-me-downs. There was never like, you never really recognized cars as more than like up point A to point B. Like, where did the starry-eyed green no. Camaro kid go? Um, I think I just liked the Camaro because, you know, when you're a kid and you have that best friend and so you just kind of like assume their personality a little bit. She was more into cars. I mean, because it was at that point, like, she liked to play basketball. So I was like, sure, I like to play basketball, too. And if you've ever met me, I I, I suck at sports. I'm very, very, I mean, no hand-eye coordination. I'm terrible at it. But I was like, yeah, I'll play horse. And I was going to lose every time. Um, sure. And so I think she was into, she was, like, into Camaros or, I guess, muscle cars, you would call them. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, I'll take one, too. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My car history is like so incredibly uninteresting. All of my like interesting car things are always adjacent to Ian. Right. Or inflicted the... by Ian. Inflicted <laughs> on. I mean, yeah. it was one of our first dates. Um, and been... I picked you up in my Audi yeah. and and oh no that was the first date our very mm. first date like the something fell out of your car the exhaust the fell off right <laughs> underneath the driver's seat yep 
Yeah. Like, fell on the ground. Oh. And downhill. No exhaust. Uh-huh. Just open headers. Like, right before the cat, it basically just fell off the car. And it was already... And it was like... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it was like an old-ass Audi. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like some sort of muted gunmetal gray. Am I like? Am I making that up? Or no, no, you're right. Just, it, it's, it's become like a like a Soviet era film in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sepia, <laughs> right? Right. I was wearing a, like a babushka for some reason. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, you had to stand in line for bread. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But seriously, I mean downhill from there because then we went to go see. I don't know if Ian's ever talked about this. Our first date. Nope. We went to go see Shrek. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Shrek. So, I mean, it's not like the bar was set very high. It sounds pretty charming to me. Which was a new release at the time, I want to point out. We didn't like (laughs) ghosts. (laughs) We were seeing like a revival. We went to an art house, an art house revival of Shrek. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't pop by the Blockbuster and get a VHS. No. 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 That's how long ago it was, though. Oh, I love that. I love that Shrek was in theaters and you guys... I would assume star-crossed lovers because your, you know, your mom sees this non-GM kid driving up in an Audi. Like, I don't remember if it, surely you picked me up, right? But mm-hmm. I don't remember the first time you met my family. Yeah, and I think I think the only person who really ever your mom has complained over the years about my driving, certainly. Yeah, which we can get into. <laughs> but um, I think your dad for a few years complained a little bit about my car choices and maybe tried to change my mind a little bit and then definitely gave up because he realized oh, yeah. a definite lost and my, cause. My dad is not a confrontational person, so he'd just be like, oh, well, a Chevy looks like this, you know, and just say something in passing and then nothing ever again. And that was him like, oh, at a 10 on like <laughs> the scale of the heat that he's bringing. with rage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I like this. This is a good first date image. Yeah. Just Ian in jean shorts. Yeah. <laughs> no Never. jean shorts. No jean Never. shorts. <laughs> I don't think Jenny has ever seen me in jean shorts. You don't own any jean shorts. No. Absolutely not. Just yeah. jean shorts and white New Balances and pair of, pair of flip flops. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, now we're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> this is over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Disconnecting. <laughs> um. So. So as you and Ian got to know each other, and you could see this, uh, there were some different choices with his cars, right? Like, tell me how this kind of evolved, and like, did you enjoy like seeing like what he was after or wanted to drive or like was it just yeah go ahead go ahead cars are just part of the deal with him right like it's just it's just one of the things about him i can't say i mean honestly i've learned a lot about cars just by being around um because it's something that he's i i feel like always been passionate about i mean it was fighter jets right and then i feel like it moved seamlessly into cars yeah uh so it's just i i've picked up so much more than i would have known especially about like the worldwide car market because again all i knew was like what's available from chevy sure um 
you know, maybe, maybe Ford or Chrysler, but no one cares about Chrysler, F them. Um, so like, I just, I, I learned, I learned things that I like never knew about cars. And then we, I think the thing that started that kind of made me start having actual opinions about cars was watching Top Gear okay. uh, because it was British. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch these idiots because they have accents and they're not in the US, like sold. Okay. So, okay. And I remember watching that in his like dorm room, right? Were we, do we, cause we were broke. Yeah. We would like lay around and watch. And yeah. Watch like early two thousands, like mm-hmm. torrents of, yep. uh, of, of top gear. Um, yeah. This has been like 2004 probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that. Made, I made her watch <laughs> Top Gear. Well, I mean, if you're if you're picking a the car wooing, thing, the wooing that went on. I mean, <laughs> man. Hey, I know it was. She's an Anglophile, and so it's you know that's a that's a a way for us to meet in the middle, right? right. It really is because okay. they like they would go cool places. Um, I mean, I still remember the first time I saw the Vietnam episode of Top Gear, and I was like, uh, I want to go there. I don't care about the car the the motorbikes that they're on like right, you couldn't right. get me on one of those ever but i want to go to vietnam okay yeah, yeah right well and that's a good thing that, that's a good segue for us too because one of the other things that we want to talk about was how our history with cars but more like as experiences because hmm. because we tend to um you tend to plan our vacations around road trips and yeah yeah, travel is very important to both of you, period. I mean, it just, it's yeah. very important, right? Yeah, yeah, probably more to me than to Ian. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to plan a lot of road trips because I just like that. I like that, like, vibe. Um, but the cars are never <laughs> the first time that we took a big, long road trip that we were actually planning. It wasn't just to get from, like, Oklahoma to Michigan. or Sure. Um, I planned this amazing road trip from San Francisco up to we had a car to portland and then ian was leaving and i rented the car and i don't even remember what i rented but i mean it was a chevy cobalt (laughs) and it was just like it could not handle the driving that ian was doing Mm -hmm. i mean and we were on highway one like it was a disaster pacific coast highway uh we cleared san francisco finally got into like an open stretch of road and there was a corvette in front of us and i was like you know what I'm in a rental car with my wife and sister-in-law. I'm going to keep up with this Corvette. And I did for like three corners and then the brakes caught fire. So Yeah. That was the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I, I just, I put thought into so many other things, but I, I don't put thought into the cars and I still don't. I, sure. that's, I just have Ian do that part. Um, I'm trying to think what else have we, I mean, the mini that you rented in England was terrifying. Right. Yeah. Like, we've heard, we've heard, I've talked about this other show before, because basically we, we flew to London and we had uh, a, a place in the Cotswolds that we were going to stay. So we landed in London. I had never driven a right-hand drive car before or on the right hand or on the, the other side of the road. And so learn at Heathrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I the world's like, busiest airports. Yeah. Right? A classic stick shift mini uh-huh. uh, off of Turo. God, with like a, the British flag on it, which is, it was I fantastic. mean, a little, it's a little cringy. 
What? Be, right? To be like, no. I'm an American in this, like, what my view of every British person drives is a mini with the British flag on it. Now, I mean, I did wire a loudspeaker to just say pip pip cheerio every time I use the turn signal. <laughs> yeah. That was maybe a bit much. No, I, I don't know. I thought it was great. You, on the other hand, I mean, were not as enthused about it from the passenger seat. No, I had like several strokes. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was so scary because it, it, I don't know what it was that it, it seemed like every time that you stopped, I was like, this is it. The car is dying. Like every single time that he stopped, it sounded like the car was just in misery. Okay. Um, it turns out those, that was you in misery. That was me slowly groaning. And there were those, I mean, the giant there was like a roundabout in a roundabout at one point as we were, I mean, what is it like the a whatever, as we're headed West of London to get into the Cotswolds. And once we got on the country roads, I felt a lot like you feel a lot more at ease because if you stall there, you're not like shutting down London. London. Traffic. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? You're not going to be right. on the news that night. Yeah. Right. Like these two idiots, but also the roads were like so effing tiny. They're so narrow and you're on the, and it's just, you're sitting on, you feel like you're sitting on the wrong side of the car. Um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, and now looking back on it and we survived, I was like, that was really cool. But at the time I was like, this is every second in this car is a nightmare. Okay. Okay. Well, and it was even before we got into it because we had to like Lego or Tetris our luggage into it. Cause yeah. we had, we had gone to Iceland before that and we were on basically like a two week vacation. So we had two weeks of luggage with us. Well, in two weeks from like in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. We were going to be in everything from like Iceland to London. And we were like going to the theater and stuff and then up to Scotland. I mean, so we were all over the place with all sorts of weather. Um, I mean, it was an amazing trip. It was one right. of the best trips that I've planned. But it's not a, like, let's just take a toothbrush and a swimsuit trip. No. Right. No. You had baggage. Yeah. 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 So. Right. Um, and then we yeah. drove it. When we got rid of that car, we, we like, met the guy at our hotel in London. Yeah, which we drove it into also, central London. Like, into central London. Okay. Yeah. That was fantastic. Well, <laughs> and, and, yeah, I think, too, it was, um, you know, I've driven a lot of old older cars and so yeah. like i'm and my car has its own foibles and dave and i've talked about this on, on the show a lot before about like we are very have like heightened senses of like oh this buzz that's fine i can ignore that buzz but this buzzing over here that's that's gonna that's be trouble. new and we're very worried <laughs> right but that car is like for someone who's not used to anything like that a classic mini is very like sensory overload of like all the buzzes and vibrations are happening all the time in that car. So there's right. just like a lot. So that was the mini. Right. I feel like that is a, a, an Ian and Jenny in a car success story. For sure. I'm curious to know what you think is your least favorite car of mine, either that I owned or rented or 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 whatever and some something that i did that i was excited about and you were like no this is actually this is terrible um the the convertible that you guys had remember that like we went to what three or four the months miata. ago 
Oh, the Miata. The Miata? Oh man, I did not like that. Really? It's just, oh, I just, mm-mm. that looks like somebody who's in, he's in ad sales, right? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you out. And it's like to PF Chang's. I mean, come on. It's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, it's a tasty so, restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you guys sponsored by PF Chang's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go get that girls. Um, yeah. It's just, there's something like skeezy about it okay you know, for somebody who knows so little about cars i definitely have opinions like knee-jerk the, opinions that are based in nothing this i like and, and i'm gonna stop showing everyone a chevette because they don't I need know. to see that anymore but but so i i think one thing that i love about ian is that he is very intoxicated by the idea of a car right yes it, so yes. like he's definitely yes. intoxicated by like the Miata, right? Like the idea uh-huh. of it, right? But or that sob. I, thank you, because I'm a romantic. <laughs> because I, on paper, right? Ian sees it and he's sold, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell us about the sob turbo x or i don't know if you know this or not we started calling it on the show the tubo x because the r fell off because the r fell off <laughs> yeah. yeah the tubo that effing car i mean look the thing is it looked really cool like i liked how it looked when oh, yeah, he it looked showed great. it to me when he showed it to me and was like this makes total sense you're a million years <laughs> pregnant i'm gonna fly across the country and buy this car i still they don't believe the, that you the company's that. not around everything will be great let's oh. put our newborn in this i mean but it looked cool so i was like and also i was so pregnant that i just i was just like sure whatever <laughs> like whatever um so we did and i think it was a disaster from the beginning i mean no it took a, it took, oh yeah the brakes the brakes the brake line like i don't know was cut or uh, something what i didn't know about this so i would like try and i would try and like pull out of the alley onto 13th which is a very which is a busy road and you would hit the brakes and there would be no brakes it'd be like no brakes and it would just kind of roll out into the street and i kept telling ian this and he was like this doesn't happen for me i'm like well f you dude it's happening um yeah, there was something with like the fluid. Yeah, so and- it it was the it was the booster. So there was like a a, a leak in the boosters. There was like a, a booster for cold starts or something, and it was different than. And at, at some point, the main booster would take over, and um, apparently, it was a common issue with those cars. And it didn't happen for me because I she would be like, "This is happening," and then by the time I would get there the car was warm and so it would have vacuum pressure. Yeah. So it would, yeah, it would only, it would only happen in the beginning and like, and enough to make you, right. Enough to make you think that you're losing your mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Like the car is gaslighting you. Yeah. Right. Right. I was like this effing car. Um, one time I was doing Thanksgiving shopping at whole foods and, uh, I shut my door and my mirror fell off, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like shattered in the parking lot. And I was just like, cool, <laughs> cool guys. I mean, the car was just, but people would wave at me. People would right. be like, hey, cool car. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You've obviously <laughs> never driven one. <laughs> and I right. mean, it was so unreliable. You would never know 
when it was going to start. One time I, I was somewhere. I went to El Dorado Springs. They had like a, they have like a, an old st- old school, like outdoor hot springs pool. Yeah. And uh, they called over the loudspeaker that whoever had the sob, their car was smoking in the parking <laughs> lot. Because <laughs> it was like smoke was billowing from under the hood. Because Ian buys terrible cars. <laughs> I will say, so, so, so far the VW, the, the wagon has been great. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, his car, car, right? Like his red car has been great. Yeah. Mostly. I don't know if you could hear that sound of disgust. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't mind Ian's car. I think it's, I think it's fine. Um, I mean, it has no like top coating, which is weird right. as hell. Right. I mean, I think it's an issue if it's your only car. Yeah. And it was our only car for a while. <laughs> right. So <laughs> that silence says a lot. That silence before children, it was your only car, right? Yeah, for a little bit. Because we, I mean, to be fair, the worst car that we've ever had between us was that Saturn of yours. The Saturn was terrible. Although, so Ian had a, what was it? A Subaru? Mm, the, Subaru the Subaru that I blew up, yeah. The super, the, he had a super wagon, which I liked. Um, but again, when he was deployed and I, <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, he's just like, he's hiding. He's, he's hiding. From the, he, the, he's, uh, he's coming downstairs to disconnect your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the alarm would go off. I don't know if it was on the same frequency as another alarm, but it wasn't, he had it parked like in the garage and then he like, you know, pieced out to Iraq and, um, you know, on a, like a pleasure cruise. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you made it sound like I abandoned you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the alarm would go off at like midnight, one in the morning. Uh. And I never knew what to do because it wasn't my car. And I avoid car maintenance. Like, I mean, like the plague. Um, and so I would just like sleep with the car fob under my pillow to like stop the alarm whenever it would turn on. Uh, I, I don't know what was going on with that. I never you know, know. It's one of those like late nineties remotes, you know, remote things. And, uh, I think it was just on a similar frequency to a neighbor yeah. who like would come home late sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. Because I, I had witnessed it after that. Like, I can't remember where I was. I was in a, I was in a, um, like a restaurant parking lot or something and somebody unlocked their car and my alarm started going off and I was just like, come guys, <laughs> come on. But I, also, I also felt like I couldn't go to a mechanic and be like, look, it's not my car. You need to disable the alarm for right. me so I can steal it properly. I mean, I just didn't. And, and I was, I mean, I was like 23, 24. So sure. instead my genius idea was I'll just keep this fob on me at all times and never get a full night of sleep. That was, that was my idea. I mean, right? What else could you yeah. do? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jenny, <laughs> if there's a model of pers- perseverance, like the what you've had to endure with Ian's <laughs> vehicular choices, it's it's really interesting because like it's the 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 Volkswagen Alltrack, your wagon is like this is a super capable vehicle. It's very reliable. This is like 
it's a great car like i i have no qualms with it i think it's fantastic i really like it i really really like it i mean the company is still in business which is a big plus (laughs) um you know boom ian take down Well, and I remember with the sob, he tried to be like, oh, the, the glue glue on things kept falling off, like all anything glued in the car. Right. I mean, like the R. Right. And he'd be like, well, that's when GM took it over. And at first I was like, really? And then I realized like, oh, he's full of shit. He bought a terrible car and doesn't want to own up to it. I mean, that's just him, though. Like, he is into kind of crap cars that he loves. Well, he's into the he idea loves. of the car, right? But yeah. then you right. have to yeah. deal with not the idea. You have to deal with it smoking in the parking lot of the hot yes. springs. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And, like, yeah. not knowing when it's going to break down. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty that goes into it. See, now, you're you're complaining about it smoking in the parking lot, but that's that's a that's a useful feature. I mean, if you're in a crowded oh, yeah. parking lot and you need to be able to see where find your car, you just follow the plume of smoke. You're like, which one is on fire? I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. I, there was one time when I had that blue sob, the Viggen, right, where I parked it at the at the work and I like I walked away from it and the alarm started going off. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was and I definitely didn't hit the key. Like I just I had it in my hand. It was like right there. Like it I could not have hit it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like so the next thing that goes through my mind is that I'm going to be the one like the security guy is going to send out the email to the yep. whole building. Like the owner of the blue. So I'll be that guy. Right. Like that's Jenny. I know. It's just part of the package. Right. You know, like you get, you get the weird cars. Right. And what does he get? And and the weird guy. I know. (laughs) And his complaints about this uh, escalator at DIA and expensive drinks. (laughs) No, no, we're not letting you soapbox our podcast into taking down the DIA airport again. No, I'm not listening to that (laughs) every time we're there. If I've heard enough, imagine what you've heard. Oh, God. (laughs) If it was just eight inches wider, I could walk up. (laughs) Yeah, no. Right. Well, so riding with Ian or driving with Ian, right? You like you are often on the receiving end of like car information that has come into Ian's vision, right? Like his field of view. I tune that out. <laughs> totally, totally tune that out. Come on. Okay. But the thing you can't tune out is when he asks you to take a picture for him. Oh, you know, he doesn't, do, I feel like, oh, when I, of like other cars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And every time I'm like, why? See, that's like, what I want to get to. I, that, and like, how much time. do you care as to why? Like, um, it's more that I am always suspicious. I'm like, why are you taking a picture of this? Why okay. do I need to take a picture of this <laughs> and take up space on my phone? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've had to take it's mostly license plates, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot or of like light- if you see yeah, if you see anything wrapped, right that they're doing like the tests. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start and then you're like, "Oh my god, the headlights are different or whatever." <laughs> 
So <laughs> <laughs> that is what we do. We do get pretty excited when headlights are different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I mean that's ac- that's accurate. Yeah, um, yeah. Headlights are different. The podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will say I feel like I need to I need to give a plug for Ian. I always feel safe when he's driving. Like truly, truly, he is an aggressive driver, not as aggressive as when we were first dating. That was terrifying. But he's a good driver, and I always am like, okay, I know he's got this. Except for like, there's one particular part on I seventy when you're like coming down out of the mountains, where I'm, every single time I'm like, you need to slow down, dude. But he's a very it, good it's driver. It's a big right hand turn, isn't it? Yeah. No, there's a left hand. Oh, okay. Down. And it's because it's never because I'm afraid of him driving off the side of a cliff. I'm afraid of him driving aggressively and the people around us reacting and sure. causing accidents. Um, but I always feel like he knows what he's doing. Like I, you know, he's a great driver. He's a good driver. He's a great. Yeah. yeah, Right. I mean, like he just, he just is period. Right. And he loves it when we talk about his talents. No, I was going to say, well, and I have to say as as a professional driver, I mean, you, my, (laughs) my opinion holds a lot of weight. I really appreciate those compliments. And I think it's the perfect segue into talking about how our parents met. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you've talked about this before, right? Nope, nope. It's really? not been it's not been on the podcast. No. And I only recently learned about it. What within the last two weeks? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guys, Ian and I had just started dating. This was post Shrek. <laughs> um, you were like, I'm going to keep this guy around until the sequel comes out, and then yeah, make yeah. my decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he. We, I got in the car with him. Actually, I was just talking about what a good driver you are. I take it all back. Yeah, every that's why I brought single, it up. Every single bit of it. Because he was driving too aggressively. And when when we were younger, because we got together when we were about, what, 10, 11 years old, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very young. He was a much more aggressive driver and wasn't a good driver to back it up. Like, I remember one time you passing a car on, like, not the right side. Allegedly. Like on yes. the shoulder. No, because I was in the car with you. Um, <laughs> and then like having to like slam on the brakes because he was trying to get cut in. Anyway, so we're driving on this dirt road and he tries to do some like dumb stunt. It's called a Scandinavian flick. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's like a that's rally not what, driver thing. And that's right? not what happened. You were like, you were so you were into rally cars at that yes. point very into rally stuff yes and uh so he tries to do this thing loses control of the car and we hit a tree and like the grass catches on fire i in the process punched myself like in the face and broke my glasses and my nose and like my nose was bleeding and this was how my mom met his dad when they had to come pick us up yep and somehow somehow we got married here you are yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, and our parents have only interacted a handful of times, so that's one of maybe yeah. like I don't know, less than ten times they've interacted. <laughs> like yeah. that, the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Seriously. Yeah. And I just remember my mom being not. I mean, she. I don't remember her being mad. I remember her, her being more bemused. And I remember your dad being mad, mm-hmm. and my mom just being like, "What?" Um, yeah. But my mom adores ian like one of the first times she met you she threw an apple core through your window like hit your head Mm -hmm. 
Um, how does that correlate to love? <laughs> that's how she shows her love. Yeah. Just apple cores to the face. That's how you know. Gotcha. Um, but I remember her being more like, this is very weird. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that classic show of affection of throwing rotten fruit at someone. Yeah. 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 That's how no. you guys do it, right? <laughs> I... <laughs> Just a cantaloupe right to the face. <laughs> Yeah, and that's how I met your mother. Right. <laughs> so, we were at the, we were at the high V in the produce section. Yeah. <laughs> we got into a massive food fight. Right. Well, so I I love that. I love. Uh, oh man, just twists and turns. I can't. I I want to know if he ever bought you the Shrek soundtrack as just a nice gift. Do you have it on vinyl? No, on uh, for our for our wedding, I played an acoustic version of the uh, Smash Mouth song for her. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the uh, like some of the characters in your book that's coming out, and yes, figuring out matching cars to characters because that's something that like I don't know Dave and I talk about all the time with like TV shows that we love or movies that we love where characters have like a car that's perfect for them or a car that's not so perfect for them and it's really distracting yeah so like the you know this is a, a pride and prejudice sort of retelling so or not retelling but sequel um um so like the darcy character you had a we had to figure out a car for the darcy character yeah i had in kind of like give me ideas for what each character would be driving today, right? So I would like give him, this is who he is. These are his traits. Like what would he be driving? Because that is just, isn't top of mind for me. Right. So it was, what was the, it was the, it was the character. So there's a character, there's like the, not the villain, but kind of like not the great guy. Um, And I really wanted him to be in a weird, like a, a flashy car. Right. And so Ian helped me figure that out of like what he would be driving. What did he end up in? It was, was it a BMW or some sort? No, it's a Porsche. A Porsche. Yeah. I have him in like a yellow, like, cause I figured that was just like the, this like bright garish cause he wants attention. Right. Mm-hmm. But then um, not in this book, but in the next book, you also helped me with what the love interest was going to drive. Cause he was in like a right. Volvo station wagon. Cause he's like a hiker. So, right. Yeah. A little more, yeah. A little more crunchy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's a, it's a way to give, to like round out the characters and give them that tiny bit of backstory without writing a ton. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I think it's fun. I don't know. I, we talk a lot about like the office being a really good example of that where like the, like, that Sebring convertible is that when we were talking about this before I was, you were like, Oh, I don't ever really think about that that much, but I brought up that Sebring for Michael Scott. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's like just so dead on. It's so perfect. Well, and the, um, uh, Jim drives the Saab, like right. bringing it back to the Saab. He drives this great hatchback Saab that I really mm-hmm. liked and seemed like perfect for his character. Yeah. So like when yeah. it's done right, it really, really works. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, what do you say we play a quick game? 
yeah, yeah. definitely. So I we can yeah. I, as you've been riding with Ian and he's suckered you into taking license plate pictures. Yeah. I've assembled uh, a list. We play on the show a license plate game, right? So I'm going to give you three pictures of cars and the license plates are going to be blanked out. And Ian hasn't seen these either. So this is this is okay. new to both of you, right? Um and so you're going to guess the plate to the car, right? That you'll you'll have the plates to the side, and you get to match them. So and let I've me, heard this from like just the one sided of Ian trying to right, guess the right. cars. Yeah, yeah. In this game, I think it doesn't really require that much knowledge about cars. It does require an ability to make a knee jerk judgment about somebody. So I think you're going to be this a okay. This for me. Yeah. All right, let me pull up the quiz here. I wish we had pictures of three Chevettes. That'd be really funny. But yeah. I don't so know the hard the thing last... is, I have a hard time like telling what cars are. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not able to tell them apart. Like, I know that you guys both can. <clears throat> right. Yeah, no, we can we can we can walk through that. Yeah. So so it will go ahead and like we'll zoom in on each of these and kind of like, you know, talk about them. But the license plates that you have to pick from the oh, I should tell you this one's titled You're not the boss of me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So these are license plates that kind of fit that theme. The first one is be awesome, right? I just imagine Ian having a hard time receiving s someone like seeing this plate right because you're not the boss of ian you're not going to tell him right. to be awesome right yeah i will no be terrible if i want to be terrible <laughs> exactly another yeah. one that says be yourself right great and then uh the third one says preaching one okay i guess pr just plain preaching was taken all yeah. right yeah. yeah so we'll zoom in we'll kind of tell the folks that are listening like what three cars are presented here. So the first is uh, this is a Ram truck, right, Ian? This is a Dodge truck. Oh, I truck. thought maybe it was an old Ford. I think it's a I think it's a Dodge pick 'em up truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might be right. Right. Yeah, I think you are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just a blue truck. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, there's kind of context clues. You know, mm -hmm. Vietnam veteran. Okay. Great. I know. I was gonna say I zoomed right into that. Okay, some kind and of very special antenna or something. I was going to say the, the whip on the back is the thing that I'm most intrigued by on this. What is that? It's uh, that's like a CB radio antenna. Oh, I thought it was one of like the weather chasers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, maybe it could be hunting, hunting yeah. tornadoes. Right, and then uh, the chain license plate frame mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, right. what is this adapter for? I feel like I know what that is on the tow hitch. Uh, it's to step it down okay. for a lower trailer. Yeah, for a lower trailer. So maybe like yard working trailer or something. Yeah, like a small trailer. Okay. So then we're presented with a Chevy Cruze, a black, just plain black Chevy Cruze. This is, I guarantee you, Ian has rented one of these at some time or skipped over it at the rental car lot. Oh. For sure. Right, for something I've had else. at least three of these airborne. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lastly, uh, just a Ford Fusion. Mm -hmm. Right. Just a very silver Ford car. Okay. And if, is that 
that's just like a sedan, right? Yep, just yeah. a standard okay. sedan. Yeah, you, you'd have to try real hard to get more vanilla than that. That goes right. that skips vanilla and goes straight to tapioca. I will okay. say though, I believe that that license plate frame on the Fusion is a Harley Davidson license plate. Frame. Ah, really? Good eye. Which, yeah. which might be a, which might be useful. Yeah. Good eye. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Remember, we gotta, we gotta, we're, we're, we gotta stereotype these people and figure out. I mean, my my first thought was that the pickup truck was the preaching one. Okay. And okay. Because I just, I don't know why. No. Yeah. There's a vibe I, you get, right? Right. Right. I can't imagine somebody having that truck and being like, you know what I want on the back to say, be awesome. Like See. that just doesn't. Sometimes it's process of elimination that does it, right? Yeah, but it's the next two that I truly have no idea. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say the be yourself for the the Chevy Cruze, the black car. Okay. Okay. And then the be awesome for the Ford Fusion. Okay. All right. Ian, I what... feel oh, confident in none of those confidence is at zero that's perfectly fine <laughs> when is confidence ever stopped your know, lack of confidence yeah. stopped us from doing anything yeah no right okay Ian, what do you think yeah i'm i'm intrigued by the harley davidson thing because i feel like i don't know if a harley davidson rider would say awesome i feel like they would say be yourself with zero self-awareness that like every harley dad dresses in the exact same in the, with the exact same clothes for the last 30 years. Which um, one was the Harley Davidson? It's the a fusion. silver one down here. Thing. Yeah. Oh. So I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Jenny on the truck that that's preaching one, but then I'm going to flip the other two. I'm going to say, be awesome is the cruise and be yourself is the fusion. Okay. Are you, are you both prepared for the answers? No, I'm prepared to be wrong. <laughs> Uh, also, I should let you know that some of our listeners have sent these in. These aren't ones that I got at all. I was going to ask where you got them if they were all in Denver, because none of them are Colorado plates. Right. So right? Uh, I think the top one is New Hampshire um, or Delaware. It, it looks like it was Florida. So our is buddy, it? our buddy Dana oh. sent one in. Uh, Jesse sent one in. Um, and Ian, your father sent one in. Oh, he must have sent in a Wisconsin one. There you oh, go. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here you go. Here's the answers. Right? You guys. The preaching one, right? Preaching one. Nailed it. Ian, you took it with the be awesome and the be okay. yourself. Yeah. You did it. Yeah, those I felt like, because the car, because the, like, the cruise and the fusion to me. Again, are basically the same car. They are like, both Chevettes, right? Yeah, I, I <laughs> Chevette tell sedans. You, like, yeah, what was different about either of them? Right, right. Chevette sedans, exactly. No, yeah, and it was. If I hadn't seen the license plate holder, I think I would have been with you. But then I saw that that was what tipped me off. You think right. Harley Davidson people are like? Follow I think your they own. all I mean, think that really? they're individuals, but they have a club where they all, all wear hats. Dressing the same. Yeah right yeah right be yourself just like me <laughs> right 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 very the pre the preaching one i felt like that one was the no answer. you nailed that one yeah right but yeah 
But you, I love yeah. it. I just, I just oftentimes like I hear my wife's reaction to a vanity plate or to some kind of car, right? Like there was a sticker on the back of a, a black pick up truck that I got a picture of years ago. And just on the driver's side, on the back window of the pickup truck, the word taken was there. Right. Okay. Not like the fucking Not like the Liam Neeson. <laughs> nope. No, right. It was like in a font. It was like in a scripty font, too, yeah. right? Like it was like like the sweatshirts that people wear that are like, I'm her husband. Exactly. I mean that. Yeah. Oh man. Right. And like her visceral, like, ugh, like yeah. you know, like that kind of stuff. So like I just I imagine Ian's like somebody directing him via their license plate, the reaction that he would have, and it's not good. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually yeah. just like I, I know I I don't need to be friends with that person. Right. If they have a vanity license plate. Usually. Or that you don't like bumper stickers either though. No, but they I don't I'm I'm not like I don't like get offended by them. I just mm. don't get them. I don't I don't understand them. Right. I don't understand going out of your way to tell the world about yourself he says on his podcast right <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right yeah oh god mm-hmm. well i mean yeah and then there's the whole factor of somebody you know actually paying the government more money for the thing that they want to say versus Bizarre. like an, a seven dollar bumper sticker right because vanity plates are more expensive i didn't know that i've oh, never yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never pursued a vanity plate. So. Yeah, well, no, you have to pay extra money to do it. And then you and you have to I think in some states you have to then go back to the DMV too. Like it's a second trip to the DMV. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which everyone loves. Yeah, why mm. would you why would you do that to yourself? Right. You know that fun place that we all love. Yeah. That, that you want to give them double the money that you would the, normally. Sh- the shorthand for a fun place to hang out, the DMV. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's see here. I think we should close out. What are your hopes and dreams for our car future? When, when you sell a million of being Mary Bennett available from Harper teen on March 15th, pre-order now, um, what sort of car would you buy me? And what sort of car would you buy you? Let's see if you've been paying attention. Well, you want. I've been saying every day for the last. Has he been doing the equivalent of like the kid leaving the Sears catalog open to a certain page around Christmas time? Um, No, I know. I know that he wants. It's an Alfa Romeo. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is as specifically specific as I can get. That's when you just you just text me and say like, Dave, what is the car that he wants? Right. And then I text him and I'm like, I want to make sure that you want an Alfa Romeo GTV. The 1974 Alfa Romeo GTV, which I have said repeatedly, I'm going to say weekly for 10 years. It sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher after a while. (laughs) It does. It does. I know it's an Alfa Romeo and I know that he's shown it to me a lot. Um, (laughs) And so that's what he wants. Uh And and see, this is the thing. I don't put a lot of thought into cars. Um, I'm guessing because our son is like an eco terrorist in training it'll be an electric car he yeah. really wants to get a, he was just practicing like a goebbels-esque speech earlier about climate change that he wanted to give he went to his whole school eventually he, he went from like friends to my class to the whole school um i think we're going to be bullied into getting an electric car by him yeah okay. do you, know the, uh, you know the episode of the office where dwight 
gives the speech at the uh at the, yes. the sales conference yes that's him that is very much nico's public speaking style yeah um <laughs> where he just like pounds the table when he's for emphasis it's yeah. uh it's frightening yep yep um yeah so probably an electric car but i don't really like and tesla seems i don't know like it's a bit culty so a bit yeah yeah Yeah. so i tend to like shun things that i feel that too many people are too into um but i don't know what other electric cars are out there so sure Sure. i'm guessing it'd be an electric car okay yeah gotcha can i interest you in a volkswagen electric car because they make one oh you talked about that ian talked about that um but it's not a wagon right this is the thing i really like wagons Uh, once i was like convinced of wagons i'm like a hundred percent in yeah right yeah so an electric wagon i guess perfect okay well jenny where should people go to pre-order your book and then also follow you on the, the socials? Um, the, to pre-order my book, you can go to my website. Uh, I think there's a pre-order link there. If there's not, I'll put one on there really quick. Um, and then uh, we'll post the link. We'll post the link in the show description and on the YouTube in the YouTube description as well. Um, but I'm on Twitter um, at Jen underscore P and on Instagram at JCP rights. There we go. And this is the pre-order page. Yes. Yeah. That's on bookshop. So bookshop is cool because it links you to um, local bookstores instead of going to um, Glamazon. Yeah. To something big that doesn't keep money local. (laughs) And you can get it on compact disc. What what more could you want? (laughs) Oh, who reads it? Who on compact? Oh, um, I yeah, I have an audiobook. I was like, I don't know the person who buys it reads it. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you did um, you record you reading no. the book? God, no, that would have been awful. Um, I there's I had to listen to like four audiobook narrators and pick one. Oh, so okay. that comes out, but I haven't heard I haven't heard the narration at all. So it'll be a surprise for me too. Okay, okay. Right on. Well, it's a huge, it's a monumental career step. Like I, I can't, uh, I can't put that in on any other terms, really. Like this is, this is fantastic. And I'm really happy for you. We're Thank really you. happy for you. Yeah, for sure. I'd like, there, there are no words to like contextualize the magnitude of something like this in someone's life, right? Like this is, this is really, really big and, and it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And maybe Ian will get this Alfa Romeo something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Mr. Netflix, call us. Yep. <laughs> Everybody else, Dave, what should they do if they enjoyed this? They should text us insane vanity plates to 720-515-1391. Yeah, and pre-order Jenny's book for sure. Yes. Thanks, guys. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. Okay, well, I will see both of you very soon, Jenny. <laughs> mm. We'll see. You know, we'll see if we get around to it. We can yeah. try and do something. All right. We love you, everybody. Goodbye.